Okay, let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Girl Covering Podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to be trying something a little bit different and kind of just talking and seeing what flows. I usually have a plan for my podcast, but in today's, I don't have anything planned. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to try this new series on the podcast entitled How I'm Doing. So I always kind of give my tips and advice and what I've been through and what I've learned from it, but I never really talk about what I'm going through at the time, (laughs) or at least not always. And I filmed a lot of these podcasts in the past that have never been uploaded or never have gone live, so I thought I might as well record in real time and talk about a little bit of what I'm going through because I know that not all of us are perfect and sometimes it's good to talk it out. So here I am. So basically the past probably month and a bit, I've kind of made a big shift in my mental health in general. I was faced with a pretty big change in my life and because of that I kind of had to alter a lot of things and that meant changing my mental health quite a bit. About a month ago, so at the beginning of February, I was kind of in a really not so great place and I was just sad all the time and never found myself to be actually happy and actually content with anything going on. Even when I did things that would make me really happy, that feeling wouldn't stay And I was dealing with that for a while and just getting really anxious all the time. And it was really hard because I didn't know if it was something with me, if it was something with my illness, and it was really difficult to find out kind of what to do from there because I didn't really have any motivation to go see a counselor or go reach out for help because I was so down, I I just had no motivation to get out of it. And we all kind of reached those points for sure, that's something that a lot of people face and it takes a really long time to get out of and it takes a lot of courage to get out of it. So I was faced with something pretty heavy in my life and it came unexpectedly and it was very, very heartbreaking to me. I didn't really know how to deal with it and I kind of went through a lot with that situation. I never really talked about it and I still not going to tell you what happened because I don't even tell my own friends what really happened, but just something really major changed in my life, and it was really hard to come to terms with, basically. But from that, I kind of took a different stance, I would say, and decided to start bettering myself and start acting like an adult, because I am 20 years old, and I always try to do things that better me as I'm going into adulthood, but I found that I wasn't taking care of myself. I was letting myself be sad and stay in bed all day, which is not something I ever did before. And I thought that it was kind of time for a big change. And because this, albeit really sad change happened in my life, it was time to fix some really big issues that had kind of come to light after this big change happened. So the first thing I kind of got back on track with was my health went on Amazon that day and I bought iron supplements. This may not mean anything, but basically for the past few years, I've struggled with eating issues, which I may have talked about on this podcast before, but I'll definitely go into an episode actually. And because of that, I became anemic and I became iron deficient. And that was really, really a strain on my body. I was weak all the time. I was tired all the time. And I just really didn't have any reason to change that. I found 
I had no reason to really get better. I didn't really want to. I had no motivation to, but I kind of realized like that's not life <laughs> and that's not being an adult and you have to take care of yourself. So I got my iron and I started taking my iron and it really helped make me more energized and make my thoughts more clear, which was definitely what I needed for sure. And I also bought Omega-3, which I have just started, so I can't really report back on anything that I've been noticing, but it helps with a lot of things. Um, it is also a natural medication for mental health, so I wanted to try that out because I don't think I would actually stick to medication if I got it diagnosed by a doctor, who knows, but I know with this one, it's just a liquid, so it'd be a lot easier for me to take. So I got that and started with that and then started eating properly. Again, like I had mentioned, I did have problems with my eating and I didn't eat as often as I should have, but I started eating more and started eating healthy and being more cautious of what I was putting into my body. Not that I'd ever had a problem with really being super unhealthy in what I eat in the past few months, especially at school, but I was just more cognizant of that, also working out more. And I also was really working on my relationships too in this time with kind of everyone, um, with my family, with my friends, every single type of relationship in my life, I was really focusing on bettering it. So I spent more time really dividing my time between my family and my friends, which is something that I didn't really do that often. Kind of everyone who is involved in the umbrella of my loved ones, I really spent more time focusing on them because I found that when I was getting really upset, I just wasn't spending time with anyone and I wouldn't go out with my friends. I wouldn't call the people I love from back home. And it was getting really difficult. So I kind of realized that I, I need to force myself to go out. And it was hard at first, but I did it. And it became really fun. It became something that I actually liked doing. And it definitely bettered my relationships with the people at my university and the people at home. So finding that balance again, I think when you have something, when you're so deep into a depressive episode, it's really hard to kind of come out of that I'd say you don't see it most times so it takes something really severe in your life to change around in order for you to see that so I kind of fixed my relationship health my physical health the next step was helping to fix my mental health a little bit better I booked an appointment with a counselor that I really didn't want to go to and I went to and obviously the first time if you've ever been to counseling you know the first time is always the worst because you're just doing intake paperwork and you have to retell your entire story and it sucks but after a few times going to this counselor it really really was helping and I felt really good after it and that's not something I usually had with my counselor it took me almost a year to leave counseling sessions feeling good. Not that I didn't like my first counselor. She was fantastic. She was amazing. I connected with her so well. It was just that it wasn't really giving me what I needed at the time until later, until I matured. It was good to talk it out with someone, but having it in university was a lot better for me. And I found a switch around a lot better because this counselor, she, she really wasn't intruding in my life in any way and was really just giving me what I needed basically. I was going to my friends with a lot of my problems but they weren't going to help and they were always telling me things that made me feel worse or made me feel more angry, more upset and that's not what I needed at all. So going to a counselor, an actual professional was so so helpful for me and it really did change around my mental health. So that was a huge win. <laughs> and then the last part was kind of fixing things internally. So with my own attitudes, my own goals, 
I found that I became really reliant on people, which was never how I used to be. I was very independent. I found myself to be more reliant on people in general. And that, again, that's not something I wanted to be. So fixing that really helped me as well. It Obviously, none of this happened overnight. It took weeks to do this. But realizing that I didn't have to talk to someone every single night, I didn't have to tell everyone everything that's going on in my life, being able to be okay with doing things by myself and keeping things to myself. And it, it made me feel a lot more content. And also when I was doing that, I found myself comparing myself to other people more. I found myself saying, I'm really happy with where I am in my life. I'm really happy with everything I have. I don't have to tell people. I don't have to compare myself. And it put me in a really great mindset. And I was really thriving by the end of the, I think it was like a three week period that this was all going on. So that was really, really helpful. And I was really at peak moment because I was doing really well in school. I had a fantastic friend group. My mental and physical health were getting better. And things were just going on an up curve for me. Obviously, I had my bad days, but it was kind of the most genuinely happy that I felt in a long time and actually felt in tune with my emotions for the first time because I felt that I didn't really have control over my emotions for a long time. And even through this three-week period, I found that some days I didn't have any control over my emotions and that was really, really hard because there's nothing you can do about it. You may think there is, but there just really isn't and it really, really sucks. So it's hard to figure that out and if you are experiencing something like that, I definitely recommend going to a doctor because that is probably something chemically imbalanced within your brain. Again, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Just put that out there. I know what I know from my experience and what I hear from others, but if you are experiencing that, it may be a good idea to go to a counselor or a psychologist or a psychiatrist to kind of get evaluated. But anyways, things were going pretty well. I would say I was definitely on an up curve. I was feeling good. Everything was going really well. And then the coronavirus hit and what this means in terms of myself is my school got canceled and I was sent back home a month earlier than I was expecting to. And I was really scared at first because I was doing so well at school. I was finding my independence and I was finding my purpose for actually being at my school, which I struggled with for so, so long and going home was definitely a scary thought to me because kind of all the personal stuff that I was dealing with that I was kind of putting to the side I was managing it but again it was still kind of to the side I had to go home and deal with so that was really daunting for me and it's been about two weeks into isolation and I've definitely had my rough days it's been a lot better than I had thought I thought my anxiety would be through the roof and some days it definitely is I'm not going to ignore that it definitely is very high some days my depression is very high some days and the only thing I could do is live in the moment I've been so busy because of school so I haven't really had time to really worry about anything just because I've had so much going on but I know the second school stops I'm gonna be more stressed so I'm gonna be trying to take online classes is another thing I'm looking into but yeah it's been okay I guess you can say it's been it's been better than I thought you know I thought I'd be very anxious and very depressed because I had been through this whole thing. I really need to get out of it. And then I was going straight back to isolation, literally not even able to leave, but it's been pretty okay. I've been doing the things I talked about in my last podcast, which have been keeping me pretty, pretty sane, which is good. Currently right now at this very moment, I am on high stress because 
thinking about the future, there are a lot of decisions that have to be made. For my entire second year, I was trying to get an internship and there were a lot of setbacks throughout my year because of different things I could not control. And now I had potential internship opportunities lined up, but none of them are going to happen because the COVID-19 virus canceled all of them. So that's been really hard to come to terms with is dealing with the fact that I may be working from home again. So that's really stressful. Also just planning for next year because we don't know anything that's going to happen. There is the possibility that I may not go on exchange in the winter semester next year, which is another thing, by the way, I am going on exchange in winter 2021 and I'm studying in London, England. Just a side note, I'm really excited for that and I really hope it doesn't get canceled. It is really worrisome and there's just a lot being thrown at me. Obviously, I'm not mentioning every single thing that's going on in my life because there is a lot, but yeah, I found it's quite hard to deal with overwhelm, especially when you're trapped inside and I've been managing it relatively well like I mentioned staying active talking to friends and staying busy those are my biggest tips for kind of what I'm going through but like I said yeah there's this really great and happy moment in my life where I'm learning new things I'm growing into an adult but at the same time there are really stressful days there are days where I'm still bawling my eyes out because I'm stressed or I'm confused with my emotions or I can't control my emotions so there's always things that are going to happen and then are going to change on the dime and change is really really scary especially speaking from experience with someone with anxiety it can be really really hard to experience change for me ever since university i've been liking certain amounts of change sometimes a challenge really excites me which it never did before changing my environment is something that really excites me traveling all that kind of thing but when I was in high school, change was the scariest thing in the entire world for me. And now it's something that excites me. So although this time, this change is a little a little bit much, especially when you can't plan for the future. But I mean, it's probably going to teach us all a really good life lesson at the end of it. But that's all we can kind of hope for is take it day by day because that's all we can do right now. I did a while ago get into journaling I've kind of really fallen off the bandwagon with that. Um, I was doing really well, did it for like a week straight and it was so good. And then I got stressed with school and things were happening in my personal life and I just couldn't even think about it, which is so bad because it was going so well and it was really helping, but I'm thinking of getting back onto that as well, probably when school's over because honestly, I'm doing so much writing late at night for my assignments that I can't even focus on that. But one thing that has been keeping me going is being able to be home has allowed me to work on many things at once, which is kind of cool. So I am being able to use the resources at home to produce more. But like I said, it's kind of a lot from a lot of different directions. And what I've kind of experienced is school stress for me has always been pretty manageable. But personal stress is the worst thing in the world. And I'm dealing with it a lot just from pressures from every single angle in my life, pressures from school, relationships, in many different ways. <laughs> There's just a lot going on that is putting a lot of pressure on me and it's really hard when you have pressure on you to figure out what you actually want because you're being told so much other things that you can't even focus on your actual goals. So it can be really difficult for sure. And it's not something I'm going to sugarcoat. It is hard. And being an adult and making all these decisions is hard. And dealing with 
being isolated when you have really bad mental illness is hard. And I think a lot of us are just really hard on ourselves and it's important to remember that we can be in control of things that we have control over, but not of everything in our lives. And we can deal with that however we see fit. Especially with self-isolation, there's no right way to deal with it. And some days I don't feel like doing anything and I feel terrible about it. But on the other hand, I try not to be too hard on myself because I know I can't ask the world for myself right now considering everything that's going on. I am happy though that I was kind of able to figure out my life and get all my bad habits out the window before I kind of came home because I think if I didn't do that and confront all of my bad habits and all the issues I was dealing with at school when I had the resources there, then I wouldn't have been able to do it at home. And I think what I learned from those three weeks of kind of self-improvement and continuous battling with myself to improve myself and keep myself busy and recenter myself and realize what I love doing. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't have had any direction coming home. So I am really grateful for that time. And again, yes, it was three weeks of improvement that I'm trying to continue now. And yes, it's not as, I guess, strong as a motivation as I did at school. Was definitely happier at school than I am here. But I think when you learn something, it still sticks with you. Even though there are hard days, I will say last week I had a three-day depressive episode and it sucked and I could hardly get out of bed. I didn't want to do anything and I felt terrible and I couldn't get in check with my emotions and I tried to go for a walk and get some air and that didn't help and that's how it is some days and some days you just kind of need to wait it out, which I know it's terrible and it sucks but I know this week I'm going to try to rebook a meeting with my counselor because after the COVID-19 situation and the school closing down, it's been really up in the air of what my options are with that. But I do want to ask her and kind of see. But that's kind of where I'm at right now, just dealing with school and all of these stressors in my life. But again, with such an unprecedented time like this, the only thing you can do is take it day by day. With that said, I hope to do more of these more often. It definitely helps me and I hope maybe it might help you. Maybe you sympathize with something that I said or relate to something I said and you're going through the same thing. And if you are, you can always DM me on Instagram. Again, my Instagram is at the girl recovering, but I would love to hear your stories and kind of help each other because that's always kind of what I envision for this podcast. And I do want to make it more consistent now that I have the time. But I hope that hopefully something you related to or knowing that someone was going through similar things helped you. But definitely let me know what you thought of this and I can continue doing more for sure. So with that said, I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and thank you for listening.